You're about to enjoy the podcast version of Push to Talk. The show is broadcast live each Saturday at 1 p.m. U.S. Eastern on twitch.tv slash News. Please visit our website at pushtotalkshow.com. Please enjoy the show. All right, it wouldn't be a Push to Talk show if we didn't have some sort of quirky, weird thing. The, uh, the one time that I uh, don't run through every single intro button when I push the uh, the intro music button, it just went black. Yay! Yay! So, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Push to Talk. And uh, we're excited to be here. We've got uh, some special guests today. We've got uh, Brisk here with us. So thank you for joining Brisk. And we've also got on uh, on Sound Sothrasil, the angry German. Um <laughs> sounding particularly soft there Eric, right now am, am i sounding a little quiet a little bit you're trailing off there at the end oh maybe uh, i don't know how's the sound sound on the on the stream guys should be okay because i really haven't changed anything maybe i'm just talking softer not my loud uh you're just you, you're more chilled out today for some reason i don't you're know relaxed. i don't know they say it sounds good on the stream tio's all oh, yeah. all, oh man there you go then you know, you you shouldn't agitate the angry German. That's <laughs> fine. I don't know. I'm sitting here because uh, because in the pre-show, Scythe mentioned uh, the Widow Jane. That by the way, he bought me for my birthday. So I, I I am cranking out the Widow Jane, and I say that just to make Brisk upset because he gave up alcohol. <laughs> so I tell you, dude. between last yeah. night and today, you guys are, are are really hurting me. It was worse last last week uh, on Wednesday. They had the St. Patrick's Day reception at the White House for the Prime Minister of Ireland, and I was there. And they had all this free Guinness and harp and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, I can't have anything. Uh, you could have had a quarter pounder, right? You know, I was mad because I went in the, in the into the East Room and they had all the food laid out and it had all this Irish food. I'm like, where's the McDonald's? Yeah. I was I wanted McDonald's. I want some fries. Jeez, I was on. upset, but you know. terrible. He's going to have to start doing that for everybody because we want it. I know. <laughs> All right. You, it's because you're an, it's, it's not, it's because you're not an athlete, dude. That's why, like, oh, you know, that's, that's only what athletes eat, apparently. Uh, real, real athletes eat junk food. Okay. Horrendous reminds us that McDonald's is Irish. There is it? Go. Interesting. It's, it's got Mick in the name, right? So yeah. they should have had McDonald's. It's got Mick in the name. Sadis reminds us, as he does every week, that WoW was the first MMO. That's very important for us to keep present in everybody's mind. It's very, uh, very important. The king is is English. So they can't they can't have that Balkan. I, I don't know where you're going with that. Yeah, that would be bad. You're like wearing an orange tie. Everybody else is wearing green. Yeah. By the way, I want to I want to say to Tio out there since he's out there because we cut off his his host right with the with the start of the show. Um, we did see you die gloriously on the bridge, Tio. It was it was beautiful. You did a good job. That was that was good. The King's Dutch. <laughs> Alrighty, so we've got uh, lots to talk about because CCP released a lot of things. Uh, we did play the uh, Trival Trivalgian uh, parts of it at least. I didn't want to bore you with the Treglavian with the uh, with the whole four and a half minutes of it pre-show. Um, but uh, it looks like uh, something big is brewing there. What do you guys think about that? It's all lies and slander. I don't know. 
I'm hoping we get new, some new ships. That's what I'm looking forward to. So. Triglavian dreadnoughts. Did, I know, right? We did, need a that'd be awesome. Did they, te they teased uh, one new ship, right? At least one. They did say there's uh, a new ship coming. Yeah, a new uh, Triglavian cruiser, right? With dual uh, disruptive, uh, dis uh, entropic um, disintegrators. Oh, I thought oh, it was wow. gonna. I, I thought it was gonna that, be really. a tech, great. tech two warp. I heard something about that. <laughs> this might be more though, because sorry. Um, at the end, you can hear them calling for Concord, um, taking action. Mm hmm. So we we might see like something bigger eventually. Concord maybe leaving Isaac. Who knows? Concord intervention sort of thing going on. Was it Concord like... intervention or Concord to release all the data that they've collected on the Triglavians? Well, pretty much both, right? Could be interesting. I don't know. I don't know. What are your thoughts out there uh, in the chat there watching? I'm not sure what they're thinking. Like I said, I hope it's, I hope we get the the dread. That would be awesome. Yeah, we haven't had a Triglavian capital ship in a while. Mm -hmm. Give me a Triglavian mining ship. Told you, it's a Tech Two Rorqual that's coming. <laughs> wanna, I'm telling you. Telling want, you want to trigger all the miners out there again? You know, bringing a tra trigger mining. <laughs> I'm just I'm just getting them riled up for the rest for the later parts of the show. Getting ready. Getting them riled. Uh, Lilith says you need to talk more, Soth. <laughs> Capital mining lasers. <laughs> you know, my guys ask me for uh, mining lasers for Titans all the time. They drive me crazy. But I mean, it would be a thing. Or yeah. how about just mining lasers for Rorquals? You know, instead it of stupid need... fucking thing. Well, the thing is, with thing. the thing is with the Rorquals at the moment is like you know the Rorquals are just you know the better mining ship. You don't need to fit mining la lasers on a uh, on a uh, Ragnarok anymore and then get caught and killed and made fun of and made fun of yeah let's have to fight <laughs> <laughs> says oracles need a buff there might be a way more interesting option that that they go for um they did say that uh, they made eve safer lately and many of us believe that's a bad thing so who knows? Maybe they're making incursions great again by, like, giving us Triglavian incursions and making high sec, uh, making null sec and, and low sec are risky again. Well, to, when they use that phrase, you know, we've made certain changes to make New Eden a safer place in the uh, patch notes. That's code. That's that's code for we fixed an exploit, but they won't tell you what it is. So that you you can't go try to try it again. So we'll see. But yeah, I hope I hope it's I hope it's new ships. I want new trick ships. I think that would be fun. There's some of my favorite stuff to fly right now. We fly a lot of Kikimoras now in initiative. Uh, and I like I love my Vedmac. I think Vedmac's probably my second favorite ship in the game right now. I love that thing. Uh, and I'd love to take some Drex out, although we haven't I see a lot of wormhole guys using Drekovax. But we haven't had a chance to take any of those out. I have one. I just haven't flown it. I'd like to. I'd like to do that. 
All right. So, uh, who wants to take the uh, the first crack at the uh, at the changes and, and talk about it? You know, your your favorite um, change in the list of the March changes, or your or your your least favorite. Just just grab Rendus. He apparently really yeah. wants to talk about it. Well, he he's, knows he's, how to get in the it, channel. He can literally just join the server. <laughs> He has. Uh, he's been. Uh, Arendis has arguing unlimited with the, uh, power. The high sec uh, with the yeah. null sec he's, care He's in the. He's in the. the, the I've dragged him. He's now forced. My, my absolutely favorite change about all this. Yeah. Is, is just how much people are bitching. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> right. You know, uh, it was it was funny the the amount of salt on the forums and Arendis has been in the middle of that thread. Uh, yeah, I don't, think you're, I don't think you're anywhere near engaged enough in that thread, Briz. Oh, right, I mean, yeah. it's just shame. I'm horrible. I'm horrible. I, o I only posted like a hundred times. It's be weird fair, if um, the the entire Goon FC team agrees that like ninety five percent of these changes are like spot on. Oh, Soth, you 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 need oh, yeah, that one guy with that one guy Brisk, the one who was just by to be like. You, yeah. you, you may be the leaders of this alliance, but you guys don't speak for me. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, it, well, and that's why I just—I have to laugh. Total leadership team I'm works. Like, it's like, guys, look, you, there are people in in at least in Goon's form leadership that do this stuff for a living. They're experts. At, I mean, Aerith is is an expert at this stuff. He knows this economy better than 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 almost anybody other than maybe Quant did. You know, and it's like when these guys are saying, "Okay, this is all right." This is going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You don't have to freak out about it. Yeah, but is it going to be okay I was, though? I was openly telling that guy, look, just you have access. You have direct access to the best experts in this game. Join GSS and ask them. And I'll tell you, you know, when I have to explain what inflation is to this guy, you know, it's kind of like, okay, all right, I understand. You you don't like the fact that they nerfed something that you were doing, and that's fair, and I completely agree with that. But at the same time. At least for us on the CSM and for, I think, a lot of the Alliance leaders looking at this, the amount of ISK, the, the money supply in the game is going up, up, up. And that only can have a, an upward pressure on prices and that we don't want that to happen. I mean, Plex right now is almost at $4 million, And that's, we're kind of getting, it's close to breaking the economy. So there had to be some, it, it, some way to reduce the amount of ISK entering the game. And mineral also... at the same time. And it's also close to driving people away who can't, who don't have the ability to basically, you know, have that safe space to rat in, you know, really, really high level ships as well. We have told CCP that the sweet spot for, for Plex in general is it shouldn't take more than 15 to 20 hours of, of gameplay a month to be able to Plex your account if that's what you want. And we're kind of at the point where it's getting to the point where we're, we're, we're a little too high on that side because people make so much money, they can pay more for Plex, so they're driving the price up. And there haven't been any major sales and there haven't been any major giveaways. So there's no downward pressure on the on increasing the Plex supply. So that's it's only going to keep going up and that's only going to make it harder for folks to Plex their accounts who, want to, who don't want to spend real money or at least not directly spend real money on the game. So what are you doing? You're, you're screwing all the small guys that can't multi-box 10 works or can't multi-box 10 VNIs at the same time. And you're making it harder for them to play the game. That's a bad thing. And so, you're pricing the high, the high side players right out of... Exactly. I mean, that's the, that's the worst part, is the guys that 
are not doing the most isk efficient forms of isk generation. The guys that aren't, you know, that are running level four missions. I mean, burners are probably the best in the game in terms of actual like isk per hour, but those are very highly specialized and people need to know how to do it. And you need multiple accounts to pull missions from. So if you don't have all that stuff, yeah, I mean, that that's the equivalent of, of null sec super ratting for high sec guys and low sec guys. Yeah, but the let's, fact let's is, most people you have to, you're never going to keep up. So something had to be done. And I think this is a good first step or about the 15th step now, but it's a good step to try to, you know, reduce the amount of this entering the game uh, per month. So now that we've got all this ISK in the game, which which is crazy, right? If, if you go with the common thought that there's technically less people really playing the game, right? Um, but we're generating exponentially more income, right? And and the only thing that really injects ISK into the game is really ratting. Would you guys agree? Mission. Yeah. Yeah. Running. Mission, ratting, all that stuff, right? That that injects more isk into the game. Interesting that you actually get a payment from the game in isk, right? From something. So, how do we pull that money out? Should should Bill CCP B. be doing things to pull more isk out of the game naturally? Well, they are already going in that direction with uh, some of the cap changes, as in. Uh... The insurance changes, right? So the, the... every time, every time a cap dies, obviously less money, money gets just... funded. Yeah. Uh, the other thing well, is that they are they are increasing, and, it and it's going to cost more. So yeah, and they are increasing risk for these ships. Um, if you look at the carrier changes, for example, um, the the NSA change. Yeah, so that, that's see... going... That that'll slow down the the amount that comes in, and it'll make it more, it'll make it riskier. But that's not. But no change in assets and explosions will actually drag ISK out of the system. It just moves no, they it have, around. They, they have done a few things that I think. I think the insurance changes won't won't matter because the amount you're paying for insurance is staying the same. The amount that you're getting back is what's being reduced. So that I mean that that delta is is an ISK faucet in a sink right there I should say, and then right. the skill book changes, being able to buy the skill books off of your, uh, off your off of your character sheet with a premium markup of about thirty percent, that's going to be another ISK sink that that's out and there and a very quiet one that a lot of people aren't noticing. Correct, and but it's one that everybody's going to use because it's convenient. So I was hoping that they would they would have made the markup a little higher, if only because a lot of the guys that I know that do skill book training. Uh, you know, a 30% difference is not enough really to justify hauling stuff all across the universe and seating everywhere. Uh, I had suggested 50%, even 100%, and people would still pay it because it's convenient, uh, but they wanted to go slow. And then they just re they just redid uh, on the sly, and I assume they did this because they didn't want people to go out and, and game the system, which, again, sucks for the skill book traders, but it was good for, you know, everybody else. They just... Uh, increased a lot of the prices for a lot of skill books. Uh, some of them went up as much as 100%, 80%. So that that is going to create another risk sink. But I mean, yeah, Wait, we they, need more they increased the prices. I thought those were actually kind of come down as a base. No, they all went up. They all went up, and that's because there ha there hadn't been a pass on the base prices for a lot of these skill books in 16 years. 
So I have a I have a spreadsheet around here somewhere of of the. I'll link it in chat for you guys. That that makes sense. Okay. Another thing they could have done is uh, just link the additional cost to uh, to the range. So the further away you are, the more you have to pay. Hmm. I see. What I, you're would saying. Have, yes. I would have, I would have preferred a modifier based on what type of space you're in because there's a lot of school stuff in low sec, and um, you know, but not in not in wormholes. And how many jumps are you away in a wormhole? If Just you make your modifier, it. well, but if you make your modifier based on how far you have to go, and wormholes show up as like five billion jumps away, it's, well, it's kind of nuts. You just put a cap on it. You just have it um, go from, let's say, 20% to uh, 50% or 60% extra. Stuff. Can I remind you of, of two factors here? Okay. One, now you're talking about actually thinking things through and doing math and CCP. So it was sir, my understanding that there would be no math. <laughs> it was my understanding that I would not need my abacus for this show. Thank you. Um, I'm just saying, you know, CCP math. Don't, don't, don't put them there, Soth. It's not gonna work. You're gonna make me remind us of why is it at ten minutes? I can jump again with my capital, and why doesn't that just go to zero? I, d I don't understand. That was the worst to deal with when <laughs> when I had to see through that. Why is it still ten minutes? Why can't we just make it zero? I I want you to know. I want you to know when that was first, when that first went in, we actually did some testing and I, I don't remember, Soth, were you actually involved in this testing? You might've been. We actually did some testing just to see if, if you jumped with the, t with the time, with the blue timer of less than 10 minutes, had they screwed up the math so that that fatigue would end up negative? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we seriously considered that to be a possibility. It, it, they didn't, they didn't do that, yeah. but we actually had to test it just to make I, I just, I just, I am, that is like the one thing in the game that confuses me immensely, but so how about the, uh, how about the hot changes? What do we think that's going to do? That's going to be, that's going to be fun. Actually. I think I was, I was happy, but also disappointed in the hot changes. Um, I think we had suggested just removing hogs from Titans to begin with. I think one of the problems with Titans and dealing with subcaps is that the tracking is just too good. And you throw a couple of Penis tracking computers on there and you can hit almost anything. And even with the long-range guns, I think long-range guns needed a nerf and that wasn't done. I'm hoping that we can get that done in July. Uh, but I think, you know, at least cutting the damage by 50%, I think that's going to have an impact on Titan ratting. Uh, but they didn't do anything to the bosun. So it's kind of a mixed bag. Uh, but I think at least it's a step in the right direction. And I think it does provide a benefit to hog dreads that needed to be yeah, there needed to be something that makes dreads like more of a standout and i think the haw side is probably better especially with them not being quite so disposable well I, that too and i think of all the stuff that that's in the in the in the group i think the one thing that's underrated that people are going to realize pretty quickly that is was a bigger deal than it is was the insurance changes because dreads are disposable or the, and they're designed to be disposable Faxes are disposable. They're designed to be disposable. And the faxes were insured so well that, you know, all of our SRP wallets didn't really take a hit. You could lose 100 faxes and you were, you know, you weren't paying, you were paying maybe 60, the cost of one Titan. 
you know, and now with the increase, uh, the reduction in the insurance costs, it's going to make it a more tactical, strategic level decision. All right, do we want to feed all these faxes because mm -hmm. we're not, they're going to cost a lot more. And in the short term, it's not going to be a big deal because everybody's going to have a ton of money and, 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 and not going to worry about it. But down the road, you know, you, you feed two or three big battles worth of faxes, that's going to put a dent in your SRP wallet and people are going to get annoyed with it. Threat bombs is the, the big one here because it's going to change up the whole math on them. Um, before it was kind of no brain. You can tackle a super somewhere. Well, just throw like 30 drafts on it. Who cares? Yeah, I I think there's going to be a window for how large a fight will build up the the fax losses. But once once you get up above a certain a certain size, it's just titans DD volleying titans. So the faxes aren't really going to be affected there. Yeah, well, the, I mean, the way that it the way that it might is you might be able to get enough reps in to, you know, for your for the Titan that dies on your team to, to basically soak up a few more DDs, in which case you start like you, you start trading better. So there'll yeah. still be there'll still be something that is uh that, that like will be somewhat effective, but they won't just be neutralizing like, you know, um another group. Well, even now they're they're not really. I mean, it, it's not a question of how many faxes you can throw at things. It's how consistently the faxes, the fax reps land, um, because either you hit, e either the Titan DDs are are spaced out enough that you can have reps land, or they're not. And if they blow through, they blow through, and you're not saving that thing no matter how many reps you throw at it because they don't land in time. Yeah. You have to be the luckiest guy in the world to have all the ticks land at the same time as the DDs to save something. Yeah, and it just it well, doesn't there, happen. I mean, we there's didn't see there's the other well, well, there's the other aspect of you know large fights like this that uh, is going to be fixed with the 64-bit client, and that's all of your support like faxes, uh, or at least you know a chunk of your support faxes basically you know uh, disconnecting because of you know client crashes and that sort of thing. So I, that. That is definitely something I would like to see. However, I will not put all of my eggs in the will be fixed basket <laughs> until it's fixed. Yeah, yeah no, I, I understand that. Not all of the disconnects happen because of the 32-bit client. Well, um, one thing we did notice, well, if you got, did any of you guys do the 64-bit test? Yes, I did. Yeah, I was there. I mean, the one thing that I noticed that that I was very happy about was. In tie-dye, at least in the big fleet fights that I've been in, X-47 and 9-TAC-4 and, and M-TAC-O, you know, it was difficult to know whether something was actually working or whether you had to click it again. You always had to, you had to pull up the, 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 the cue screen and everything, and you're looking at that, like, trying to figure out if, if something went through. I didn't have that problem, even though we were in 10% tie-dye for most of the time in, uh, in that 64-bit client. Uh, just uh, just just to check did you guys push it in the 64-bit client test because i missed it even though i was trying to get there um did you push it past 10 percent it, uh, it... I, I we capped it out i don't think it went any farther i mean i don't know i don't know if it well, came hits tada hits a certain yeah. point and then it just gets overwhelmed at, at past 10 percent and you start encountering server lag again because it's too and i don't know if a client Im improvement will fix that 
Well, I did not. I didn't see any uh, any lag like we have seen in the past. It seemed like everything was working the way it was supposed to in ten percent. Okay. Right so, which so I thought was a good sign. There, there clearly needs to be a, a little bit of uh, um, explanation going on because, uh, for example, Final Praetorian seems to think that tie dye doesn't cap out. It does. It doesn't like we 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 use the term cap out. It doesn't literally mean capacitor. Yeah, no, it, it hits ten percent. The numbers don't change. That it gets to. But but you know if we if we're pushing more people in and you know doing more and more commands to the server, the server still has to process them. Which means that yeah, tie dye doesn't get you know tie dye doesn't go further than ten percent. But what happens is you get old school lag which is basically what happened in in fleet fights before tie-dye so before tie-dye you'd get black screens you'd get you'd get uh stuck modules you get things not actually functioning when they say when your client says that they are um that is all symptomatic of what happens when you hit 10 percent tie-dye and the server wants to go past ten percent tie dye, but it can't because it's brick walled. It's capped out at ten percent tie dye. Yeah, when 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 we're saying capped out, we just mean that tie dye will not expand for maximum expansion of 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 time. That's all that. So, um, God only knows, Shami. The other kind of thing that I think is going to be tough to judge from an FC perspective, right, is the um, is the tank scaling that they're planning on doing on force auxiliaries, right, on faxes. Um, you know, I mean, you start out at one hundred percent, but that's a pretty steep steep drop in the in the reps. What do you guys think? I think that we'll need to see the map. Like actually see the math because I don't like that. I don't like that that mixed chart. And, yeah. And Soft knows exactly why. Like it doesn't. It does not appear to work the way Rise says it works. And I don't know if that's a problem with the graph. It's a pro if it's a problem with the way the math is being presented, or if it's just a problem with the labels on the graph. Brisk, I, I think. Probably... I think the question. I mean, we all had a lot of questions about you know what the underlying. Uh, assumptions were in that graph i mean when you're talking about faxes how many are you are you talking about a three repper are you talking about four repper you know what, what kind right. of skills i mean it, the mm. fact is i mean the way that they set it up just having the number of faxes is disingenuous because the way that the, the that the tanking is supposed to work is based on the amount the size of the incoming reps not the number of faxes so it's i guess you're assuming that everybody's going to have the same fit and the same skills and they're all going to be repping the same amount and that's how you can get those those parabolas, but and, I mean, that, and that's obviously not going to be the case. You know, uh, an apostle's armor reps deals X amount. A lift's armor reps deal a different amount because it has different bonuses. Well, look at the cruiser. Um, you have the the tech one lot, which use medium reps, and then unless you, have you put the a lot aside, then you have large reps. And you also have the ancillary reps, which rep fifty percent more. Exactly. I mean, but I think Aridus's point is absolutely valid. We're going to have to play with this when it gets on CC. Hopefully, in the next two weeks or so. I mean, they're going to I, have to start testing. Honestly, this. I'd like I'd like to see them give us the actual formula behind it because otherwise, even Sissy, even Sissy, we're going to really be trying to figure things out for a couple of months. 
It's going to we be always ask him to do that. We always say, look, just give us the numbers now because it's going to be on Hobo Loose. We'll figure it out in a couple of days anyway. Just make it easy on everybody. But oh, they don't like and, to do and speaking that. of the math, all right, going back to how do we get ISK sinks in the, the war deck prices. Decking a little guy should cost more money because the big guys have the money. Yes. It, it, right there. It, the, but, that's doesn't, how you, that's how you but doesn't that allow me to make a little guy that owns structures as a holding company and then game the system? So what I I okay. thought the change I thought the change to a flat hundred million was a good middle ground. It's it's because... a step in the right direction, but it just means I you saw if I'm pretty sure you were reading the thread. You saw the way Toro reacted when I asked him if this was going to be a good or bad change for Marmite and Pirate. He they love it. They love it. Right. They're they're I mean, the bottom be, line they're is for them. For them, they can the they can deck all the big all guys, the and they were paying five hundred million a week, right. and now they pay a hundred. Right, that's great for them. So you know, and now it doesn't matter that the and the way this the way wars are set up, they can identify their targets easier. They know who to pick on, and in the case of pirate and marmite, it is picking on little, guys. and that's that's what they're doing. Their their business model is extortion. Uh, so yeah. It, they got the money. They should be able to pay a little more to hit the one man. And oh, if somebody I, I, wants to take advantage of that and set up a one man holding corp for their for their structure, great. They still can't defend it with anybody because they can't shoot the guys coming at them. Correct. And that's why I mean I felt like when we when we did when we worked on the Wardak thing, the one thing I tried to impress upon CCP was as much as we all generally dislike the war deck community because we, we view them as picking on the little guys. This is their gameplay style. They are good customers. They have been playing the game for a long time. This is what they like to do. We can't completely destroy what they're doing. Right. And so I, I viewed the, I viewed the hundred million thing as a sop to these guys because it helps increase their profit margins. In certain I ways. don't, I don't have any problems. I don't have any problems with them doing their thing. Um, I think that the way the, the way it's set up right now, the mechanics of war are extremely advantageous to them. I think the fact that Torah is openly saying they're making more money now than they ever have means they can afford to be charged. Sounds like a good change to me. I, mean, I think I think this is a step in the right direction, but let's face it. Right now, if Test wants to become the premier high sec Wardak Corp, high sec is screwed. <laughs> 100 million definitely each group they want to hit and come at the keep stars guys i mean well as long as they're making money hand over fist and perimeter i think they'll be fine with that because so. because let's face it the little guys can't even gang up on test because they can't rep one another that that is one of the little little things about the 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 refing the repping nerf thing that went through the third party logi stuff i think that's going to be interesting to see how everybody adapts to that because i think it's great that they're well, finally getting concorded instead of just getting I, a suspect timer but i think i think it's, it's hard to trying to address it but... yeah i think it's great they're trying to address it but i think that there are issues with how they're addressing it and there needed to be a carve out for same war same fleet because if if to use the example that I used in, in, in the feedback thread, okay? You've got two Amar groups, 
right? One of them is Pi, one of them is Lumen. Lumen is not in Pi because they don't want to be faction warfare people, okay? Pi is not in Lumen because Pi is literally the oldest alliance in the game. What the fuck do you mean you have to give that up? All right? So valid reasons for not being a single alliance on both sides. They get into a war in high sec with somebody, and they're used to being in the same fleet. And now they... So you've got two groups that, between them, can field enough of a fleet for a 130-man fight in high sec, which is rare as hell. Except now that can't happen anymore. It just makes uh, our desire to get, you know, a revamp of the coalition and alliance and court management systems so that maybe we can solve that problem by making coalitions uh, a real thing rather than just something on paper. That would be but... it. And, and, and fix the uh, ESI while you're at it so that the Alliance doesn't have to own all the uh, refineries. Moons. I let Steve handle all the ESI stuff because I, I know nothing about the back end. The... Uh... So let's uh, let's uh, go into the uh, the change that that may. I have stayed away from the forums. I, I don't go on the e forums right to see how crazy everybody gets about changes. Um, You're lucky, man, Eric. Because I, I would I would be I'd be like posting continually. Okay. To give you an idea of the Evo forums. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Did you did you catch the the fight in the INN PL article where oh, yeah, Graf yeah. basically came in and somebody said, <laughs> "Are you are you authorized to speak for PL?" Imagine that, <laughs> except a thousand times worse. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Uh, no, I I, I, mean, I skipped and the, the funny the right. funniest part of the of the entire thing was this is the second time in two weeks where Reddit has been better about a change of the game than the evo forums have usually it's the other way around evo is usually relatively tame and reddit goes insane mm -hmm. but this time on the skillbook side the evo forums went crazy and reddit said oh this is fine and on these changes evo went absolutely batshit and reddit said oh these are fine it's the weirdest thing in the world when it when things don't work the way they're supposed to I would think looking at these, the, the, the biggest thing that people are going to be pissed off and, and from talking in our corp are the, uh, the current changes that actually went out there that affect the bosoning in, uh, in Titan ratting uh, with the spawn timer, right? Um, and we have noticed that in our income numbers for ratting. I mean, immediately uh, we saw that change. People moved away from it very quickly. Um, and then the Rourke will changes because it's been nerfed so, so many times. And like I said in the pre-show, I come from the position that there are ways to slowly phase in changes over time rather than hitting people with things. And and I it seems to be in EVE more than other games that I've played that they tweak and balance so many things so much more often that I think you get a very negative feeling with your customer base and any company that continually creates, and by the way, right or wrong, forget the right or wrong of it, right? Whether the game needs it, whether it's better for the game in the long run or anything. Anytime you do things to raise the ire of your customer base, you're doing something wrong, right? 
you need to find a better way to implement changes of this nature or other ways to implement them, right? Um, and I think they're making these changes and things like that and ignoring things in the game that would probably be better, right? Um, give us a better reason to have war, you know, maybe introduce scarcity in a region, right? Or, in, or not in a region, but necessarily in a system. So if you're always ratting in the 0.9 system in your, in your region, right? And it's continually being hit that you make it more scarce in that you, you change the timers in that system or something. Well, the, 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 the counterpoint to that would be, well, you know, you, all you'd have is, you know, the large groups, the, you know, the, the PLs, the NC dots, the, the goon swarm, uh, and, you know, Imperium, that kind of stuff, like basically mm -hmm. just circling around the map, um, you know, and essentially stomping on anybody who, uh, just so happens to hold the space that they're going to be going to next kind of thing. But honestly, that is so much effort for something. Um, and it's, it's, I, I feel that's unrealistic. And the reason why I feel it's unrealistic is because when you're going around making money doing PV, PVE, that kind of thing, you, yeah, you, you want to, you want to be in a particular system. You want to have the protection of, you know, uh, a super cap fleet to come in and save your ass when, you know, when someone comes in and just fucks with your roll calls, that kind of thing. You can't, like, you could do that potentially on a rolling basis, maybe, if you keep on, like, but but it's not going to be anywhere near as efficient as if you have um, a dedicated place like Delve to make money and you partition that, that space up and, you know, essentially rotate around feeding grounds. So you have fallow areas that, you know, restock, um, you know, havens, restock kind of, uh, you know, large, uh, you know, the, all the colossal and the huge asteroid belts and stuff like that. So when, so you, so you know, you basically, you, you end up just cycling around Delve um, well, I, in a much more to, efficient but way. But in addition to what McLeod's saying, I think he's absolutely right. But the, 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 the biggest thing, I think, with the resource depletion is, and he said it at the very beginning, is that has a bigger impact on the smaller groups than it does on the big guys. Yeah. And the fact is that the whole goal of reducing the amount of mineral wealth entering the game is reducing the amount of mineral wealth entering the game. So you, you go to resource depletion, that's not gonna reduce the amount of wealth coming in. It's just gonna mean that the big groups move around more. So the smaller groups, the rental groups are gonna get pushed around. They're gonna get pushed out. You're gonna still see locust fleets going out and just clearing everything. Uh, and then redoing it as soon as the stuff respawns. So, so it's just, I, I just don't think it's it's really going to have that, that that kind of impact. Now, now to be fair, to get back to Eric's original point, I mean, I don't. None of us asked for another Rockwall nerf, uh, at least not on the CSM. And I I don't think it was the fifteen to twenty percent was that necessary. Um, I mean, granted, yes, there needs to be a way to reduce the amount of mineral wealth in the game. But my philosophy about that is make it easier to blow stuff up and make it harder and make it easier to, to blow things up and maybe change the, the amount of minerals required for certain types of builds. And, and there you go. You know, that, that's probably the easiest thing to fix it. And it's not going to, it's not going to feel as much like a nerf because it's not reducing the amount that you're mining. It just means everything you, you need to do to build stuff is going to, is going to require more. 
So when you, that when, you works say, it better, but. when you say make it easier to blow stuff up, I think you make it mean make it more reasonable to have a reason to blow stuff up. Because blowing stuff up real easy. You just show up in a fleet and start pressing F1. But we, we really have no reason to fight anyone. We, well, well, I mean, that, granted, but I mean, part of the problem with Rorks was that, you know, these these things were very difficult to kill. Yeah. And the, the smaller groups that were going out, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not one of these guys that's going to go and, and bemoan the small, why can't my small gang kill a rock wall? But the but the reality was was that even with large groups, and if somebody had a plan and, and knew what they were doing and their their work was well tanked, they were able to hold out for 10, 15 minutes long enough for even the slowest form up of a, a responsibility to get there, uh, and potentially you know people get tired and they and they run out of ammo and they can't keep going. Yeah. So if you, if the other guys run out of ammo before you run out of cap boosters, you win. So I think some of the nerfs to, to the work tank, reducing the panic is something that was universally suggested by everybody uh, as a good thing. I think one of the other things was 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 too easy for Rorks to save all of their most expensive stuff by dumping all the drones in the Wii 2. So your kill mail for a Rork that knew, knew was doing what he was supposed to do was like $2 billion. So all that effort, and you don't even get you know you don't even get the chance for the loot because uh, the excavators are all stuck in the Wii 2 and you, you can go back and get it at his leisure. So the changing of the size of the drones was a good thing there too. Um, I think those changes will make make it more likely that stuff blows up, and that's that I think is the ultimate solution to the mineral wealth issue. You I'll be honest, I, I do up. have I do have a concern about the change in drone size. I think that does screw. Uh... A, a very a very specific smaller group of people um but yeah well I, I, and I, I i saw all mecca's post about the folks that are that are drone bushing and, and that kind of stealing thing. Yeah. I, I mean that, potentially uh, may, maybe that's something where we ask rise and the guys to look at increasing the size of the drone base on some of the command destroyers so that they can grab well no it's not like it's not the to. drone base it's the it's the car i mean i mean the size of the car but but Really, they can already adapt to that by because they don't really steal it with the with the uh, with the command destroyer. The command destroyer is used to get them away. They steal it with bombers. With bombers, right? And all they have to do is switch to blockade runners there. Yeah. So it puts more risk on them, but yeah, exactly. Who's going to snipe a blockade runner from two hundred k with a work wall? Yeah, but that's that's my only concern about it is what I'm saying. So otherwise, sure, do it, whatever. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think running a blockade runner into a system is that challenging at, at any no, point. You can get a bomber and you can get a blockade runner in. <laughs> exactly. Hell, the bomber the bomber warps slower anyway, so the blockade runner is more mobile. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. You probably get a better align time out of the blockade runner, too. You do, <laughs> still you do actually. Friends. You do. Um, yeah. You know, and I still think that excavators, even at $700 million, uh that they drop to immediately, are, are still yeah. overpriced for what their yield is at this point in time, though. Yeah, they... something needs to be done about that. What what I what I had suggested was potentially looking at the drop rates on the elite drone AI and the other stuff that is the reason is the bottleneck that makes the drone so expensive. And if they can do that and maybe tweak it a little bit so that you're getting more of these and it's not they're not so expensive, maybe that'll drive the cost down a little bit. And that they... way they're more in line with what they what they. They do have a way to do that, and I don't know if they thought of this um, because the. The way you get them is you only get them in the drone for obvious reasons. But the rogue drones are also in the abyss. They could have these things drop from the battleships in abyssal sites. Yeah. 
or just in the loot crate or just the loot crate technically theoretically yeah yeah i'll pass that on i mean if you if if you ever wanted to make abyssals even more uh you know enticing to people that would definitely be the way to do it yeah yeah does um reading the the piece on the on the Rorquals, does anybody get the um the idea that in ccp's mind perhaps rather than locust fleets of uh massive amounts of rorks right or even somebody that has 10 or 12 rorks in one system that they want to try and push it a little more toward the hey this is more of the command ship of a mining fleet and you know you shouldn't have 15 of them Maybe you should have but one or two of them I, I, and a bunch of smaller mining ships. That's what it used to be. Right. Like, that's where we moving. were it, like two and a half years ago, right? And yeah. you, you would only have like a select few people using them because you would only use, like need one per fleet, you, right? Yeah, you, you may use one for boost, but like more, more, more often than not, like you wouldn't use them for boost. You'd just use them to, uh, to basically compress, um, yeah. To basically compress, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would just sit in a shielded pause and 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 boost, right? When the boosts work different. But when I see the line about them increasing the uh, burst strength provided, right, by thirty yeah, percent for a T one thirty six, they're clearly trying to incentivize the uh, the use of, of barges and, and exhumers. But that runs into a couple of problems. If you want to do that, first off, you should probably increase the effectiveness on orcas and porpoises too so that people get into that mindset and not i'm looking for the rock wall um and great but once you're in null sec you don't really gate so much to get around so i want to jump drive yep you just throw them in the question you still is... gotta move you still gotta move the characters i know wait 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 wait, wait. could the work wall have a jump bridge type function only for industrial ships Subcapitals. That, yeah, that, that could be it. an interesting use. Because because that would that would increase its fleet role to basically be like I move my fleet here, I act as the boost, I act as the storage, I act as the compression, and that's it. And support alternately barges who I've just bridged into the system. They could you know remove they alternately what they could do is they could allow um they could remove the the jump clone timer on. Rorkwall clone base. That would Ooh. work too. That would actually be pretty interesting. You want to know what the worst thing no, about we, these we, patches? We, we, the problem is we would use that so bad. We'd oh, we'd a, use it for system. an invasion card. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. god. We'd, yeah. we'd have a, no, no, we'd have have a fleet anywhere in the system in five seconds. We'd, we'd, we'd be... Jay and I already planned that out years ago as, as a way to do <laughs> invasions. You know, you just you just use Rorkwalls for your, for your clone base and they're sitting there in a pause, and pods are just appearing. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Oh, the worst thing about this, about these changes. The worst thing about these changes is, I've had to talk about fucking mining for like the last. <laughs> <laughs> mining sucks. Fuck mining. Uh, it's like I, 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 I know you got. I know some of you guys love this stuff, but sitting in a belt with a rock is the most boring shit in the face of. You're the not earth. doing it right. I do not know why people like it. Okay. Risk, um, risk. Is, step is, one, this stuff. Step two, Netflix. 
and then you just it, yeah. It, or, or I can or, do that without mining. I can just get a drink and sit in the show without You're not multitasking. No, hold it, hold it. It's it's even it's even easier than that. Below the asterisks is the best. Thalax right. It's the best song, but mining still sucks. Here's how you make it interesting, okay? You do your mining while you're on this. Hey, and not watch com. I can do that, right? Hey, I don't know. Hey. I, 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 I look. I know miners are important. I know the industrialists are important. I know that they are. It's just not I your thing. It's not your gameplay. So it's just not my thing. It's his yeah, kids gameplay. I'm like the the non miner in a Mining. super industrial corporation within. Yeah. You know, <laughs> with like all kinds of server first build stuff that these guys have done for the last 15, 16 years. And I just, I'm the only one that doesn't have a work. I had, I had two, I sold them. I don't want to do it anymore. And I, I sold them a long time. Like I have, that would be fun. I have the same work that I bought super, super, super cheap when we were in a wormhole. Oh yeah. <laughs> because they said works are worthless. I said, Well, I just want one. And I still have how many years ago was that Scythe? Five uh, six eight, or years eight or nine. No, it's it's ago? been longer than it's been longer than that, because that was 20, 2010, so just, just around nine years ago. I'm like wow, you, guys, you guys were rock rolling in wormholes about the same time. Yeah, man, we yeah. used to, to compress everything because we'd yep. get gas and shit out of there. Yeah. We, we, built, we built one in a C four and yeah. got it out. Did we build that in the C five or did we jump C5. that thing in? Uh, we yeah. brought it in the C five. I think they, I think they brought it in. It wasn't mine, so I don't know. No, nah, you bought it from someone else for like nothing, and yeah, paid off in the long run. It did. Yeah. So, uh, so brisk. Uh, how much more mining can we talk about in the next eight minutes? I'm trying to. Figure <laughs> I, out I hopefully out. zero because zero. my eyes are starting to glaze well, over. So we go back. We should go back. We should use the. Uh, the, There's the still other stuff in the blog that we should talk stuff. about. Because we haven't talked about the super uh, nerf. Too, oh, well, let's talk about one. that then. I was going to talk That's about the Korean stuff, but hey, let's do the let's do this. Well, super I think I, I'm happy about the NSA change. And this was something that we had specifically brought up uh, at, at, at the summit. Because one of the hardest parts of catching bots is trying to get them when they're install, perma-aligned and they're ready to go. And I thought... Adding the NSA stuff just a little bit was was just a, it gives us a little bit of a chance to catch some of these bots when they're out there. Well, they... and at the same time, if you're dumb and you're not pulsing your NSA, which I don't know why anybody would not be doing that, and you're not paying attention, it just gives a chance to catch some of these supers out when we're we're going hunting. I thought that was a good a good potential uh, change to help make it a little less safe to to be running that thing all on, the time. On they that, will still on that whole be combat line. I don't know, Soth. On, on on exactly that issue. I mean, the bots will be, yeah. But like, I I know I know at least one supercarrier router in Delve, who every time someone says, and then you just you know you get there, you align out to the nearest citadel, and uh, their response is, why the hell would I do that? I want these idiots to drop me. I'm in the standing fleet. I got a Sino. Come on, I want to get some kills. Right. I need kill marks for my ratting hell. <laughs> exactly who you're talking about, but. <laughs> The, the thing is, and the, one of them gets on this show regularly. Yeah. The, the thing is, they, they will just not use the NSA and go for CBOs and stuff, and still be perma aligned. Uh, yeah, but the CBOs, well, you know, the CBOs don't lock nearly. It's still, it's still, you can only get it to about fifty percent of what the NSA yeah. does. Yeah, of course. Paxium's, like, Paxium's comment in the chat, I want to address. Yeah. It's CCP's job to catch the bots. Don't hit people with nerf bats over that. This is the problem when when the when the game mechanics 
are designed to allow AFKing, and and that's that's not that's not hurting somebody when they tweak that to make it a little harder. It's not really a nerf, in my opinion. If anything, it just requires you to be more heads up and more present. The same with the VNI change that reduced the drone speed. You know, in the end, that's only going to hit people who aren't paying attention who are AFKing more than anything, and it'll yeah. hurt the VNI and PVP and to a certain extent. And but the fact is, these are minor changes that are designed to help make it a little harder to bot that don't have a huge impact on people who are physically present at their keyboard. I can't, I can't argue against that stuff. Because yeah, the thing is, right, if you're going to be, if you're going to be taking that NSA off as someone who like, say, for example, say if you're, if you're, you know, that kind of person to bot, right, and you don't want to deal with that NSA thing, because, you know, you're going to have to go in and change your kind of bot program to fucking deal to take account with that, right? So, you know, the, the situation is, yeah, you, you, you take the NSA off, you put on a bunch of SIBOs, right? But that, in turn means that you can't you know you you're using up a whole bunch of uh, mid uh, mid slots which means that your damage application for your fighters and for your fighter bombers and stuff uh is just going to go down which means and it's going to kill your tank if you're a shield and i want to think of your shield fit so and, you have a tank i mean most of these guys don't you know, touch but, on. I mean, if, can, we, can we get some some nerfs in there that'll keep people from mining bots when they're using hundreds of procurers on a like is box and shit and ruining just it. just to just to address the kind of a, a side point in there because like the whole it's ccp's job to to catch botters is actually something that i have repeatedly said on the forums as i'm sure brisk has seen um you know it's not it's not our job to catch the botters it's ccp's job um but at the same time, it's not that it's our job. In this case, it's not that it's our job to catch the botters. It's we're looking to catch anybody we can. So, right. really, it's, it's you know, anyone. This helps catch people regardless of whether they're botting or not. I mean, that's, exactly. that's kind of wild. Now, on the yeah. botting side, let me, let me say this. I, you know, we have been complaining, and every every two months on Reddit, there's always a uh, you know a botting two minutes hate thread. That go everybody goes crazy in. I think CCP has really stepped up to try to stop the botting stuff, and they're doing a lot more about it than they had been in the past. And and that's an indictment on what they did before because they weren't working on it as hard. But it's also a good sign because I think they're working on it more now than they have in the past. And I think the other the, the hard part is it's Arendus is right, and I you know I, I agree with Paxium. He's right as well. It's not our job to catch these botters. But there are going to be downstream impacts on all of the big alliances, especially all the big alliances that have rental alliances, because CCP is not just going after the botters now, they're also going after the dirty money. And if you're getting paid rent from guys with dirty money, and it's going into your corp wallet, and all of a sudden you wake up one day and your corp wallet's zero, you know, and oh wait, did the SOV check go through? You know, did... did all my all all, your, all the other stuff that's auto set to pay go through. I mean, there's going to be lots of impacts Did down the road. Have so a be careful. Let's remember what happened the last time somebody didn't pay for. Exactly. So what you're saying is CCP is going to intentionally do that, Soth? No, I, no. What Soth is saying? Know. What Soth is saying is Soth is accusing. No, Soth, not me. I'm not. I'm not saying this. Soth is accusing Manny of having. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I just translated Soth from Angry German. I'm just I'm just opening the door to the discussion. That's all I do. And I do hope that I'm they do more questions. of the pulling this up the high. 
Those were fun. The um, well, yeah, and, and I think you're I think you're right about that. I mean, it's always the other thing about it's CCP's job to get the botters. Let's just go with that. In so doing, to get the botters, quite often in, it requires changes like we're seeing in the process of gameplay, right? To make it oh, yeah. harder for the people to bot. That's all part of CCP going after the botters. It's really, really hard to find them programmatically by going after their activities and their actions. It's it's harder than you think. It, it, yeah, because it is, they actually and I think... do things to, to to make it to convolute that process. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the hard part it's also is is that you know, and Falcon said this, and I know Mossy and some others on the forums have given them a hard time. They don't have any automated tools for this, so they're doing a lot of the stuff by hand. But I think, and 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 I think. Buttercup makes a good point in the chat. Why does it take months of the computer complaining about something for CCP to pull their finger out and do anything? They're a company. They've got other priorities. They're not always going to jump on the first thing the community says they need to do because half the time they don't even know whether that's that's just a small group of loud people or if that's really a community sentiment. But I think, with, at least with the botting, it was sustained months of people saying, you need to fix this. And complaining about it that got them to pay attention and we the CSM brought it up too uh, and we can help amplify when the community is pissed about stuff to do that but a lot of times it takes it takes a long time to get them to do anything and that's just the nature of the industry as far as I can tell I mean it mm -hmm. took it took innominate three years of bitching about Wardex before we could get them to even do the research that started them down the path to get the Wardex change this year I mean that was all stuff he started three years ago so the fact that it takes that long, it just, it just happens to be how, you know, a lot of times how this stuff works out. Yeah, but it that's sucks. not unusual in corporations either. I mean, it, it's... It, is, it isn't. It isn't. It's also, it's also not, not all that unusual when, you know, the, the question is, how, why does it take, take the community complaining for this long to get things to get done? Uh, let's face it. The community complains about literally everything. If CCP were reacting to every complaint, yes. they would never get anything done because half of the complaints contradict the other complaints. And that, and that, I mean, I'll tell you that that's the one problem that I've had on the CSM because I try to be, I'm the one guy that's like community oriented. I'm like the face. Aerith always jokes. He's like, we throw brisk out to the puppies and, and, and he gets yelled at and then we don't have to worry about it. And that's true to a certain extent. Um, but I do my best to try to, to filter the feedback and find out what people are really complaining about and what they're not complaining about. And it's so hard on some of these issues because you got guys on both sides saying this is bad or this is good or this is dumb or this is not and trying to figure out exactly where the actual community sentiment lies is impossible and i'm and that's my job and Im imagine if you're with the ccp guys and you're getting everything the csm guys get times ten thousand because you're you know the one that can make the decision so everybody's going to them directly it's hard so trying to figure out what's just what's bullshit and what's not and then the other thing and this is this has been true in past CSMs. It's not as much now, but there's always the concern with CCP that the CSM is gaming them or metagaming them to try to get some kind of benefit for their group. And we haven't done that, at least as far as I can tell. Uh, we joke about it, but we haven't really done that. I think th at least oh. this group has been more you know in tune to what's in the best interest of the game than I think past past groups. And I don't mean like in the last three or four years. I mean like way way back years uh, have been. But it's still something that the guys that have been there a long time think about. So they're always there's always a question: All right, do I really trust these guys when they tell me something, or are they just trying to play me? 
No, and, that, and that's no. hard. It's hard for them to figure out. Chris, I, I can't let that one go. I gotta, I gotta call it. I gotta call you out on this one. <laughs> go ahead. There is no way. There is no way Steve is not in the pocket of big NPC. <laughs> Merkin, he's been they're, they're, good, they're good buddies now. They're good buddies. Did we lose sound? I mean, it, it's just it's okay. hard. And yes, it, I'm sorry. It, this is I'm a politician. You're not going to be spared the political rhetoric. Deal with it. Yeah. Well, I, think I gotta that... fly. Catch you guys later. Thanks, sir. Right, right. Have a good day. Someone submit. I, I'm 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 reading the firestorm that is the chat for this show right now. Right. And uh, so one of the last statements is uh, the patch is unfair for all except testing goons, and that's true just because of a numbers problem. That and, and that's it. It's an organizational problem. Not and it's not. It's not like the patch doesn't affect us the same way. It's just we have enough people where it doesn't matter as much. It's not like we've been saying that like over and over again. Like every <laughs> every change they make to to rafting and mining will hit the small guys harder than the big guys. Right. We've been saying that for years. It's not yeah. Like... But I mean, but that's the problem. And we tell these guys all the time: you absolutely cannot balance the game based on what goons or test or the big groups do, because yeah. whatever you try to do to hit us. Is all gonna? Not, that's not. It's it. Yeah, it may impact us, but we'll adapt because we have the organization to do it. It's all yeah. the guys that get screwed with. And, and and the math is very simple. If I have ten people making a million isk every hour, and I have a hundred people making a million isk every hour, the ten people will never catch up. There's no way for them to catch up unless the hundred people stop doing stuff for months on end. Well, yeah, and and I'm gonna add one more thing, and then we'll go around and do one, one last thing. When you think about this and. By the way, this will invoke all kinds of hysteria if anybody thinks about it, right? So years ago, I was in some conversations with Scion, kind of leading them, and and we were talking about it. Um, You know, we are getting to a point in EVE where you have the fanatics or the true believers that are still playing the game, okay? It's been around a long time. Sure, you're getting new people, but those people who have played for a long time have kind of figured it out. If I go to goons and the goons give me the best opportunity to do my PVE mixed with my little bit of PVP that I'm required to do, those people are going to move to the area that gives them the least amount of risk to do what they want to do, right? So you're going to have a natural gravitational effect of those larger groups to go. I mean, it could be test. It could be... NC dot it could be any of the bigger groups right people are going to gravitate to the people who can protect them and that's just how it's going to be groups will generally get bigger unless we have a giant AT&T breakup no alliance is allowed to be bigger than a hundred corporations or whatever it is I, right? I disagree there okay go ahead I, I really disagree um before we have the soft changes we had big groups breaking up from within because they were fighting over money. Like, look at CO2 breaking away, for example. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't the only reason, but one of the big reasons why they um, were stabbing us in the back was because they were unhappy about how many R64s they were getting, right? Right. So forget the fact that they couldn't manage them or do their own bookkeeping, but go ahead, yeah. Well, yeah, but you, you've you seen that happen over and over again, that groups were fighting within 
the 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 structures yeah. about you, money and you, you don't have push. that anymore because you don't have money from from top to bottom anymore right yeah like it, traditionally it was a case of you push more and more people together more and more people will butt heads about you know petty things which will end up with infighting which will end up with you know situations like co2 but you know if you don't have that thing to butt heads against each other you know then it doesn't really happen anyway i gotta run too yep and we're gonna go around the room one well sothrasil is that your one last thing or do you want one more thing i'll let you go since you're leaving so quick uh me 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 they hurt my heel bye guys okay bye <laughs> <laughs> Seth, i'll go to you uh I got nothing. I'm gonna just keep drinking and uh, laughing at our, uh, the people freaking out on the the forums about patch changes that are not really that outlandish. Uh, they're pretty heavy-handed, I think. But they're, they're I don't heavy, but I don't, I don't think they'll. I don't think they're bad changes. I just think we're gonna go. Oh, we're gonna have to do some math again. Yeah. Yeah. So McLeod, you're up. Uh, I've got two things basically. Uh, one is that uh, the. Uh, 50% active tank production on, on the raw core is sucks for small to mid-sized groups, like in terms of like saving other things, because essentially it means that, that you don't have as much time to be able to muster the majority of your people to go and save you, um, which is bad for small and medium-sized groups that want to actually utilize raw cores. Um, and the other thing is, um, for fuck's sake, remove at least one or mitigate on uh, or reduce the fucking quadruple bonus that the ferox has for rails rails are fine it's the quadruple fucking um you know bonus that the that the ferox has for rails that makes the ferox Dems, fantastic Dems we, fight we, asked them, we asked them specifically for that and we got <laughs> matching so, How dare got, you reduce the Ferox, the greatest <laughs> ship in the game? We also said to slow the Munins down too, and that'll piss everybody off. But yeah, yeah. these Munins are too damn fast. They're, these kids driving around. You can't, you can't reduce Munins because then, because then Elo disappears and all of the people log off. I'm fine they're with that. They don't have Elo. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I was saying that purely. Is, is there some, purely... is there some beef there that we need I to was... talk about? Do you need to get that out? I, I was, I was, I was, I was approaching that completely without any kind of sub, like without my uh, my personal feelings on, on him in any way, shape, or form. Purely as a kind of, you know, guy who gravitates content towards him. That's all. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> all right, Brisk, I give you uh... my turn. All right, the only turn. thing I'd say is, is next next week is Eve Amsterdam, Amsterdam. So if you guys are, if you're any of the euros are watching. Um, get your tickets and go out there. It looks like it's going to have a good time, and you're going to be the last guys to be able to say uh, hi and goodbye to CCP Guard because it's the last uh, fan fest he's going to be doing. So last fan uh, fest, we we are still trying to get what? him on the show, but yeah, we're I think we're all trying to get him on all the shows, and hopefully at, at the end of the month when he gets back from Amsterdam, he'll have time to do them all and say hi to. Him. Yeah, yeah, he said when he's out of the day to day of CCP, he would uh, love. So I'm sure he'll be making the tour. We're trying to get him to run for CSM, so that would be good. We can do that. <laughs> of all the people at CCP, Guard is probably perhaps uh, 
my favorite, just because he is he's just a cool guy, just a nice guy, always nice, in my opinion. So uh, my one last thing is make sure you follow us on Twitter, Push to Talk Show, um, out there on Twitter and uh, and Facebook. So please get in there. We're going to update those more often. And uh, Scythe, uh, I don't know if you were going to throw into chat the uh, oh, yeah, join the was. Discord link, but Scythe is going to put that out there. Join our Discord. We have ongoing chats about whatever we want to chat about. Um, as always, thank you, Brisk, for uh, for coming. And by the way, that's a phenomenal tie that you've got with that. That's uh, that's really nice. Love the green. Happy St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, everybody. That's right. Thanks. And uh, I, I hear and that's a that's a uh, a holiday that that you really enjoy, especially this Lent season. It, it, it's hard this Lent season, but normally I do. So that's that's the hard well, part. Brisk, At least I, ha- I have yeah. my uh, my soda bread, but I can't have any booze. Brisk, ah, what you can do bread. is shave your head for St. Baldrick's, and then then you can uh, get free drinks after. See, oh, I, there you go. That works. Yeah. See, I gave up carbs for Lent and more. I, so. I, 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 I gave up carbs. You're better the man last than I. Eight weeks. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going with the, uh, you know, the cabbage and the uh, corned beef, and uh, I'm good. All right, everybody, go out and have fun tonight. St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow. I'm sure you're all celebrating it today. Uh, thank yeah. you for uh, joining us for another edition of Push to Talk, and we will be back next week. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Thank you for listening to another podcast of the Push to Talk Show. If you would like to watch the show, we air live on the Imperium News Channel on Twitch every Saturday at 1 p.m. U.S. Eastern. You can find us at twitch.tv forward slash Imperium News. Videos of past shows can be found on the Imperium News YouTube channel by searching for Imperium News. If you would like to access our premium content, check us out on patreon.com forward slash push to talk. Our website address is pushtotalkshow.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at pushtotalk3 and Facebook at pushtotalk33. Thank you again. Have a great day.